We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Double G with the rock to the rack. Tone it and a foul. That was me, though. I'm the one that was shooting that. Oh, I don't Grody, think so. Grody, you pass it to me. You pass it to me, and then I score. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be passing the ball back and forth today as they have entered the studio. Before we introduce them, we have some thank yous to send out to Layla, as always, on Wednesdays for stopping in and making this her other, other job. Mike See you Florio. Friday. That's right. I'm in for Dan. Mike for Florio. Weekend Dan. Adam Hogue. Don't you? Look, I finally take a day. I finally just decide, you know what? I would like an extra day off. And and, and everybody comes down on me we're, like we're a just, ton just of bricks. Mess, we're with just you, Dan. messing with uh, you. Hey, hey, Dan, would you like to feel even older than you felt earlier? Yeah. Kennedy Erlacher has just committed to Notre Dame to play football. Wow. Kennedy Erlacher. I will get his jersey. Six foot 180. <laughs> He is just committed to play football at Notre Dame. So we had we had Chad Pennington's son playing last night. Owen McGowan. Against against Josh McCown's son playing for UTSA. And now Kennedy Erlacher is magically old enough to commit to Notre Dame. Oh boy. There you go. Thank you. Uh Stacey King joined us as well as uh, Florio and Hogue. Uh, Ray Diaz, Adam Studzinski. Brandon Fryer, Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lapka, thanks for all that they do. Parkins and Spiegel will be Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Yay! Woo! Hi, guys. What's up? What's hey. happening? So why why don't you do the floose hair anymore? Yeah, what's up with that, bro? I thought I was definitely going to get the floose show today. Um, I don't know. Were, I, were you I, actually I, trying to do floose hair, or is that just what you were doing with your hair, and it happens to look like Eber floose? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, there was one day where I said, you know what, just for the hell of it, I'm going to slick this hair back, and I'm going to go to work with this slick back hair. And I, as I walked into Hallis Hall, <laughs> just about everybody in there was like, oh, my God, you're Matt Eberflus. They thought you were going to do a telegram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, maybe I do need to go back to it because there was one day – where I did not do the floose hair. I walked into the locker room, and there were Bears employees in there looking at me, and they go, what's going on? Where's the floose hair? I don't know. What's up yours? <laughs> you could do – I think you should do an homage to a different Bears coach each day. I'd love like that. Like, you could do uh, Ditka hair. Oh, you could do yeah. Trestman head. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do like Trestman head. With, like, the visor. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't hear yeah. all of it. I heard a lot about most of it, but what I did hear – I did not hear any of that. And then at the end of it, Lovey just cut it all off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or just grow a huge beard. That's right. I am capable of that as well. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. I think the reason is is I'm not sure if it actually looks good. So I mean, it, no. it's funny, but does it look good? No. And that's no. I thought you looked fine. See, find us. Whoa, 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 Lawrence! That was an indictment. Grody is a handsome. Grody is a handsome man. Uh, His hair is pulled, pushed forward. You like like it more forward? Not that I like it more. I think there's only one way that you. You that should I should do it. Hands. Okay. Slick All right. See, that's hair. what I'm saying. That's so, rough. So Gabe said it doesn't. The the slick back doesn't look great. Lauren said it looks fine, which is I does bits. not feel. Yeah. I don't think that matters. I Only think, if you I call think... yourself a pimp named Slickback. Mm. Oh, I like that. Slickback <laughs> Grote. Slickback G. Grote. Mark Grote. Slimpback. Mark Grote. I feel like slick back hair defines a personality. Hmm. Like, I think of, like, Gordon Gecko or something. Or the dude from American Psycho. Pat Riley. Yes. Pat Riley. Another American Psycho. (laughs) It is. Here's the problem. I think, too, like, I got some pretty decent power alleys going, too, up here. Hmm. So, like, maybe I'm a little self-conscious about that. So... That's if you. That's the answer, I suppose. I just don't know if it actually looks good or if it looks funny. And do I want to live the funny hair lifestyle? <laughs> I think it's a difficult way to go. A lot of people smile when they see me oh, and the smiling. loose hair. <laughs> but do I actually look good? That's the problem. And Gabe is already. You can't worry about it. it. You can't yeah. worry about it. If you're doing the bit, you're doing the bit. Yeah. And I would be down for Sweet Slickback's badass song. The more you want to bring it, a pimp named Slickback. Um. I will say that I, I've said this now a couple months in a row, that I think that Matty Refluse is slowly starting to look like the president from Scandal. Yeah, he looks like Tony Good, uh, Goodwin. Goldwin? Goldwin. Goldwin. He of Metro Goldwyn Mayor. I don't... Larry Mayor? No, that's like he's he's the oh, Goldwyn of, of Goldwyn Goldwyn. Larry Mayor. Um, is this a handsome man? <laughs> oh, very much so. Oh, yeah. He was the president on Scandal. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, I get don't, an ugly I, president? That's true. Sure you can. Especially not on a Shonda Rhyme show. That no. would be not a Shonda Rhyme show. I don't know. But you best believe he's going to be a white man if it's a Shonda Rhyme show. <laughs> oh, what are you trying to I've enjoyed Burn. Burn. I'd have to see him before I get it. He looks like it. he really looks like Matt Eberflus. Oh, yeah. You know oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Okay. You've seen that guy Ghost? before. Yeah, yeah. I don't I like know. That I guy. never saw Ghost. Okay. Yeah, he was in Ghost. He was one okay. he, he was one of the bad guys in Ghost. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, Turned out to be there a bad were guy. bad guys in Ghost? Yeah, oh yeah. I just thought it was a movie about somebody who he, was dead. He was in Oppenheimer too. Well, there was a reason that he died. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. Did but, he switch the samples? Samples. Did he switch them? You switch the samples. <laughs> Have you like, ever Bromastic. seen? I, I think it's <laughs> to make it full circle with our Chris Angel thing. Chris Angel at Harrison Ford's house showing him a card trick. Oh, really? Is that Chris Angel or is that David Blaine? No, you're right, Dan. It's, it, you're right. It's David Blaine. And David it, Copperfield? And then at the end of it. Get out of my house. He said, get out of my bleeping house. <laughs> like, as a joke? No. Or? Harrison, I think it was a joke. He Harrison, freaked him out. Harrison was upset. You know? Really? He actually said that to him. Get out of here. Get out of my... You falsified your cards. It's well, kind of insulting the force, really. It, it, it's been fun like to to see how like black people on black Twitter have kind of been... We're taking Harrison Ford as one of our own hmm. because Boyega tells a story on how they were on the movie set and he was getting really tired of the craft services food. <laughs> and Harrison was like, hey, kid, uh, let's go get some f- real food. <laughs> So Boyega takes him to a authentic Nigerian restaurant. And he said Harrison was eating everything, and he said 
In true Nigerian fashion, he fell asleep in the cab on the way back. <laughs> and so when you add that to him being afraid of magic, yeah. honorary black guy. <laughs> okay. I like it. Can Grody grow the beard and get the Richard Kimball look? Yeah, because didn't R- Richard, he was wearing the T-shirt. His hair was slicked mm-hmm. back. It was slicked back hair and the big doctor beard. I think what we've got to do is we got to ask Eberflus to comb his hair forward oh. and do the groats. Oh, wow. You know, see what that looks like, the opposite yeah, there. I think it might save his job. Yeah, well, that could be it. <laughs> he comes back in. He's, he's, he's like, oh, no, I'm the defensive coordinator. <laughs> Who was the guy calling the plays? He pushes it forward. <laughs> it was me. Sets <laughs> <laughs> on a mustache. Right. These are my new tactics, right? Yeah, the tactics. Uh, Strategy. <laughs> What's the injury? It's a peck. What? Peck. Uh, Back and forth peck. I liked hearing uh, Stacey King say in a nicer way what Joe Cowley said yesterday in regards to the Bulls because it straight up asked him yesterday, do, do, the, do you think the, the players think they're better off without Zach Levine and almost before I could get the question oh he's like oh I know the players think they're better off without yes. Zach Levine oh I know they do and then I heard Stacy King say the younger guys have been suppressed by the veteran guys on the team that it, it, except, except there's there. only one veteran that's missing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah they're playing yeah. with the other veterans <laughs> the other veterans yes there. yeah and no what... DeMar DeRozan's like I'm totally a kid I feel bad yeah. for DeMar DeRozan people kept asking him like at the beginning of every year they're like so you're older now and DeMar would be like how old do you guys think I am do you remember that <laughs> yeah, of course he'd like laugh about it because he's like wait he's like I'm only 32 33. yeah like you guys I'm think 34. I'm like 55 yeah but it but it's an old 34 yeah because he came into the league in 19 yeah and his game kind of is that of an old man as well. So oh, yeah. that plays old into school, it. And then, and what's anyway. weird is that Andre Drummond is only 30. Uh-huh. He's not 30, right? Yeah, he's he still is. 29. He, he just turned 30. Always I think. 29. I Unreal. think he just turned yeah. 30. But he seems like he's 50. Would, would Andre Drummond have been like a, a star in, in like with that body in the 90s? He was. The, he was a star in the 2000s. He was playing in the, <laughs> in the 90s. 90s. No, but I'm saying yeah, he was a, know, but he yeah. was a star in another era. Well, but 2020. Was, but it faded pretty quickly he in turned. terms of like, because he can't shoot threes. Like, I know he was with Detroit because he was getting massive double doubles every night, but that faded fast. Game like, changed. That's what I mean. You know what? Changed again. Yeah. Here, here's a really. We played this sound on the. It just came out this morning. The latest episode, episode fifty three of the Organizations Win Championships podcast. Jason interviewed Derek Favors Sunday. He interviewed Adama Sanogo and Derek Favors. Derek Favors, the number three overall pick. I and, remember loving and, him. And, and made some money and was like the, the top recruit ahead of like DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall. And he talked to Derek Favors about the evolution of basketball. Basically, like, you're 33. You know, what are you doing here, Windy City? And he talked about how much the game is. He said it changed twice since he got to the league. Yep. Twice. Wow. What were, went, the, what were the two different turnovers? Yeah. One was a, a, a post-up game where you'd have a, a reliance on establishing a big and really using a, a pivot man. He said then there was more movement and more below the three-point line shooting that now has grown outward to being everything about the same movement, but the geometry is expanded to make it all about the three. So like a Kurt Thomas, Antonio Davis guy first, that's the first transition. We need a, we need a big that Good can names. shoot the, the 12 to 15 Great footer, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's no, now we need our bigs to shoot three point. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. That we, we saw that in real time happening. Yeah, I just, I couldn't believe it. A guy like Derek Favors was, is, is playing in Hoffman Estates. And Jason says, so when, when they go out to dinner, you, I presume you pick up the tab. 
And he very quickly said, no. <laughs> he said, no. These kids got to pay for their Chipotle Shot on their own. down. Oh, yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of draft picks, like lottery picks on G League teams. They, they got money. Yeah. But some on the way, I mean, some of them on the way up, like the G League Ignite guys, like the young guys. Right. There, there aren't a lot of, of guys. I mean, Chris Dunn. Yeah. Chris Dunn is a number four overall pick. Out of Providence. I'd have to think about I it. I think that's right. Yes. Yeah, weren't they, all, weren't they all number four picks for a while? For, uh, was it well, no, seven? Or was it four or seven? It was, it was always seven. seven. It was always yeah. seven, yeah. Yeah, I bet, but Dunn wasn't a Bulls No, pick. Dunn wasn't a Bulls draft pick. He wasn't a Bulls draft pick, but there, there are some. That, that, Denzel that, Valentine. That would, yeah, that, that would be an interesting story to write about the about first-round picks having gotten their chance already hanging on in the G League. Chris Dunn is 29. Yeah. Wow. And he was the fifth pick overall. Fifth, okay. In 2016. By the T-Wolves? Yeah. That was the year they passed up on uh, Curry? Is that right? No, that was Flynn. They had Flynn and Rubio when they passed up on Curry. Look at you. Oh, yeah, Rubio. That was considered a really good pick, rookie Rubio. Flynn? The Flynn was the bad one because it was two guards. They, they were picking back to back. And wasn't that. Flynn the guy from Villanova? Was that the guy who's Syracuse? Johnny Flynn? Was oh, Syracuse. Johnny Flynn was Syracuse. Yeah. Who? Six overtime game. Okay, I was, yeah. that's right. Oh, oh, that's right. ESPN oh, will yes. never let you forget. <laughs> Who is backwards, man? Who's who's the guy whose organs are on the wrong side? Oh my god. <laughs> who is that? Something that, that you made live? up in your mind. Me? No, I didn't make up backwards, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, out of Villanova, backwards, man. He had like his 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 internal organs J- are misplaced. No, Jalen Charlie Villanueva. No, Randy Foy. Randy Foy. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Randy Foy. Randy Foy's internal organs game. are all in the wrong place. It is a condition called sidious inversus. I call inversus. it backwards, man. Sidious inversus. <laughs> Everything is a mirror image flipped around. I'm just cold reading this. See, so I wasn't making it up. All right, good. Sidious, what? Yeah. Sidious inversus. You got that from Internet.com. I got from NBC Sports. Oh. DJBooth.net. <laughs> IllinoisMushroom.com. What do you got today, Ray, boys? What, wait, hold on wait, a second. Wait. I just remembered something. What? Ray, what was I supposed to ask Dan oh, about today? Uh, we're, okay, I don't want no, I mean, we we to. short on time, but it's okay. No, we have to go. We're fine. The time <laughs> Dan interviewed a horse. That's, I was telling oh, Brody yeah. about it, but I didn't tell it. I didn't do it the justice that you would do it because you did it. Yeah, like yeah. I've heard. I feel like I've heard most of the stories. Please tell me around start, some of the but, stories. But, but start I, with how long the interview was, and then you can tell me. The oh, it didn't last very long because okay. it was entirely out of spite, okay. and it wasn't this well. So it was a Bulls championship rally, and it, I forgot which one of the three Pete it was. But it was one of the Rodman ones, I think, is a bunch of people chanting NWO and all that. And I'm just like, oh, God. And it was it, it was like the height of Rodman's. So it's Grant Park. It's 100 degrees. And I've got this remote microphone that barely works. So they wanted me to set up these live interviews. And Jesse Rogers, who is producing Jiggets in North, keeps calling me. He's like, you got to get a guest. North wants a guest. You got to get a guest. I'm like, Jesse they're all behind the stage at the band shell. I can't get back there to put a guest on right now. They're getting ready to start the program. I don't know what you want. I don't care. You got to get a guest. Put somebody on. North is telling me I got to get a guest on. So I said, "All right." I said, "Give me a couple of minutes." Oh, this is hilarious. And I, and there's a cop there on this massive horse. And I walk over and introduce myself. And I say, "Is is your horse friendly?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Does he talk?" I said, "What's your horse's name?" 
The horse's name is Lucky. So I called Jesse. I'm like, all right, I got your interview. <laughs> I said, I got your interview. Put, 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 put me on. Put it up. And he's like, oh, I got somebody. I got somebody. He's like, all right, we go live to Dan Bernstein's in Grand Park. I'm like, hi, I'm here with Officer something. And uh, he's agreed to allow you to talk to his horse, Lucky. Go ahead. <laughs> Dude, how, how'd that Jesse. go over? I don't, I don't care. I know you don't that was care. The most Chicago thing ever. <laughs> 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 we got somebody. We got somebody. Chicago thing to do. Oh, you want somebody? Just stay Hold on off one second. my ass for just five minutes. I'm trying to come. Like it's, it's literally a hundred degrees. I mean, it's just it's a bunch of screaming wrestling people. idiots. Yeah. And and, and there's hey, God, put somebody out. Okay, all right, just, here you go. Just get somebody. Here, have this. Here you go. Here's somebody. Gabe, you know the story about Mike North, like. Oh. Broadcast volume, right? I mean, I know Mike North. Broadcast volume, maybe not. I don't know. Dan tells it. I don't, you talk about headphone volume? No, the uh, the actual well, like they, faders. They would that fry he... the board. They they were the, every all of the the VU meter was just pinning. Like you could hear the damn thing slamming. Was because of Mike North shouting into the microphone, or no? He insisted that he thought the ratings would improve. The louder they pushed up the faders, oh, so what? it sort of made everything like more powerful wow. and stronger. So, and Gleason would come in and say, "You're running the board too high. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> You're going to fry the circuits." Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, well, this Mike insists that everything's got to be at these levels, and it was apparently for ratings. Because the strength. I mean, that's how you amplify the signal, guys. Yeah, Look yeah. at all the producers. All the producers in the room like are cringing too. right yeah, now yeah. at the thought of right, right. the things being that's, overmodulated in the car. That's all how you ram up the lens. I am screaming into the microphone. Yeah. I can't you... imagine listening back to that. Like you listen if God. only famoustoastery.com had <laughs> slid up all of their favors during oh. the bowl game. Yeah. All right. We have Patrick Manley on the show at three o'clock. Uh, we get to talk to Adam Amin. He's going to hang out oh, with us cool. at 4. Also Bears. Also yeah. bears. bears. And then uh, bears. a little Chris Emma at 5 o'clock. Bears. bears. Yeah, it's got the Bears report at 5 o'clock. Well, bears full hits. locker room audio. We'll hear from the Flues. So I, I like what Emma's on. He, he pushes your buttons, Grody. Oh, yeah. yeah no, he's I'm not pr- afraid to do that. No, I know. And Sean Sears pushes Gabe's buttons. So it's going to be a hell of a show today. Hopefully he can push some buttons. Oh, he's here to push. Wow. wow. I'll wear that. I'll wear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you he will. He knows I get a couple free ones. Wow. He knows. He knows. Right. Game right. on the muscle. Yeah, let's get out go. of your way. Yeah. Have fun. Hello, Chicago! <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Hey everybody, we are live. Are you guys grinding or are you guys having fun? We're having a little fun. And here's the controversy. Listen, we love fun, right? Spend some time with our friends Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel. Yes. And want to be nowhere else but here. Parkinson Spiegel. They're amazing. <laughs> are they? <laughs> yeah, but are they? I go on the score and talk with uh, Matt and Danny. Yeah, Danny Parkins, one of the old timers. Sometimes says uh, this is the show where things happen. It's a disgusting way to do talk radio. Danny and Matt. Do an excellent job. A little too much Parkins. We can erase it from the FCC. Strange twists and turns on the Parkinson Spiegel show. I don't know what's going on with any of it. We're the show where things happen. Everybody, Ice Cube. Cube, thank you for answering our text and putting up with our ridiculousness. Anytime, anytime. Bob Odenkirk. How are you guys doing? Mark Wahlberg's here. Chicago, we love you, baby. Come on. Shane, wake up. Tanny, we got to have another little taste because Spigs is here. (laughs) Five o'clock somewhere. Every time I come on this show, old school great radio johnny b i'm riveted to the score it's the last bastion of talk radio i mean you guys are the best team in chicago everybody knows that parkinson spiegel these guys are gonna be incredible and amazing and I, they started talking over my promo for them at the beginning of the show and here we go jim tony oh jim we could start the show right now Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, filling in for Parkinson Spiegel today, right here on 670 The Score, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Girls, I'm disappointed in the producers already from the first minute. Mm. I thought I was going to get like an Anthony Heron and Mark Grody cut shoot, <laughs> like open. Yeah, a little B and B, or excuse me, G and G. I can't even do it right. G and A. Be disappointed with me. G and A. Grody and Ant, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grody and Ant. We, hey, we have been imploring producers to come up with the the quintessential G and G opening for how double long? G with the rock to it. the yeah, rock yeah. and a foul. Well, there you, it is. You and I uh, haven't done a show together in, in a, a little bit now. It has been a while. It's been a while. So it's glad, I'm glad that we get to do it here two to six today. Um, but let's just start and like jump right into it with these bears. I feel like I've had a lot of bears conversations with a lot of different people that I you know do the night show with. But you and I, you know, I try not to text you as much as I do during training camp. You know, because then it was that was bad. I wanted updates on my own instead of listening to the score. And all my answers were very disappointing to you. You <laughs> asked were. me about like a receiver, like yeah, he's probably not going to make the roster. It's like, damn it, I don't like that guy. Yeah, and I'm I was like, usually right, wasn't I? And I was like, hey, Deontay Foreman, I think he should be the starting running back week one. And you're like, uh, he might get cut. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> at the, at the <laughs> most, he's going to be inactive. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And here? And then activated, and now. Speaking of Foreman, I know this wasn't your jumping no, off point. No, this is. This is to dive but, into the Bears. Yeah, but Foreman, all of a sudden, 
he's not getting those like tough yards. I don't know if there's something if he is still banged up a little bit. No, they're not. They're not allowing him to get into a rhythm. Well, that's that's part of it, but it just it, it, he's certainly not doing maximizing his opportunities either like he just looked like i know deontay form is no, not exactly lickety split but he definitely looks a step slower than usual like the way i've seen him my thing i think initially when he got it when he got put into the game as a starter when khalil herbert got down or went down it was i'm about to prove to you guys that i should have been the starting running back from the beginning so he did have a little pep in his step he was obviously healthy uninjured body was untouched up until that point I love when guys have pep in their step, don't you? It's my favorite. <laughs> Clearly he did. Yeah. Uh, and then when Roshan came back into the mix and Khalil came back, I think the issue for the Chicago Bears was at no point throughout the season had they had all three running backs ready to go. And so they didn't know how to deploy them and use them the, properly. All we heard was, well, we're going to give the guys the ball yeah. and see who's running. And, right. you know, somebody's feeling good. We're going to give right. them the ball again. Like, there's no, like, this is our starter. This yeah. is, this guy earned it. Deontay Foreman earned it. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree that he earned the starting running back position in those I, weeks that he was I there? I thought he had. I thought he had. But when asked, like, people, I think it was Danny and Matt asking me, like, would you think that he's, like, he's earned it and that he will get the ball now that Khalil Herbert is back? I said no. No. <laughs> no. Just like no. at the beginning of the season when we debated who was – going to have the most carries throughout the year, I said, it's absolutely going to be Khalil Herbert. And a lot of people thought Deontay Foreman, not just you, but yeah. I think Danny Parkins too, because we had the same conversation. He was like, he thinking that he would, that Foreman could very well be the starter. I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, I think they're going to try to maximize Herbert next year is when that's going to be interesting though, because, because of their love of Roshan Johnson. And I don't know that Deontay Foreman's going to be around. No way, he won't. You'll be, have won't Her- be Herbert will be, still be on the roster because it's last year of his rookie contract. Roshan Johnson obviously will just be in the second year of his deal. So there's going to be a duel between those two, and I'm sure that they'll add somebody else. Travis Homer, I, no, he's not really part of this. And I can see them going the same route where they sign a veteran running back that still has some gas left in the tank. Because I mean, you could spend the draft pick on it. You know, you could, but then you'd be in the same predicament where you'd be beholden to that draft pick, just like you were with Roshan Johnson trying to get him into the mix. Yeah. Where a veteran, you can do what you did to Deontay Foreman. Either let him start at the beginning of the season or not and leave him inactive. But it's interesting because when you look at, like if you look at the teams that are performing really well right now, right? And a lot of people talk about oh, your offensive line, play calling, and look at the weapons. But they also have, you know, good running backs, right? Like Dave Montgomery is a good running back. Christian McCaffrey, good running back. Uh, Swift is a good running back for the Eagles. Uh, Pollard is a good one for the for the Cowboys. So the teams that are at the top, they have that running back situation figured out. Would you say that seeing the inconsistency that you've seen from Kilo Herbert, that you trust him enough to come back next year and be that primary guy that can live up to that sort of standard? I think that they showed this year, at least going into this year, that they are like a lot of NFL teams that do not heavily value investing in the running back spot. And I say that because... It's not like they went all out to try to keep David Montgomery. You know, they 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 did not. They had their number for David Montgomery, and if he surpassed it, th- that was it. I mean, they loved David Montgomery. They talked a big game about him, but once he was with you, it was like, okay, later. Oh, we, somebody we, offered you money? Great. Yeah, that's fine. Good luck. We appreciate you. But David Montgomery is still the best running back on this Bears team, for sure. And I, 
I kind of am guilty of that as well, as I guess I've gone with the flow of the NFL and have not valued the position as much. And I also was like, okay, David Montgomery's gone, whatever. But I will back that up a little and say, yeah, you don't have that guy who is grinding out those yards like like David Montgomery like would David be the Montgomery. best. He'd be the best running back on the Bears, except for that little spurt of Deontay Foreman, which was very impressive in every way, shape, or form, except when he was trying to hurdle guys. He keeps trying to hurdle guys. <laughs> he did it last Sunday, too. Where he, tried he, did to, it, he did it again. Out of, going out of bounds. Yeah. It's like, chop your shoulder, truck the guy. I, I asked DJ, DJ Moore. He hates it when he does it. Oh, so, really? So I asked, I asked, like, there was a lot of serious things going on, but you know I me. Mean? At the end, I was like, I was like, so what'd you think about that guy hurdling again? He looks at me, DJ Moore, he's yeah. shaking his head. He's like, I don't know what that guy's trying to do, man. That's he's got to stop doing that. Great so, then, so then I go back to Deontay Foreman. Unfortunately, I didn't have the recorder going, but I was just like, Hey man, you, you tried it again. What's going on? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, he's like, you saw that. I was like, yeah, I saw that. He's like, yeah. I thought, I thought I was gonna get over him. I go, DJ Moore over here is not like it. Well, I'm not trying to hear what yeah. DJ Moore is saying. So he can't hurdle anybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but DJ Moore is straight up offended by it's Deontay hilarious. Foreman's hurdling. But yeah, I mean, it. What what a weird year for for Deontay Foreman and the run. And I don't know if. Herbert is healthy. I don't know if Foreman is healthy. I think Roshan Johnson is healthy, but I would I would circle him as a guy who's going to get a real chance because of his blocking prowess and he hasn't been he's been imperfect for sure. Like he's not great at blocking, but I think he is the best of the bunch at doing it and he is a ferocious, somewhat reckless runner. I do worry a little bit about that. Like he he can be a little bit straight up sometimes and he just He's just all out, which doesn't surprise me because that's what he talked about during camp when he was injured. He's like, man, I can't wait to get these pads on. Yeah, I mean, the Bears most certainly uh, do need to figure out that that rushing situation. He's Mark Grody. I'm Gabriel Ramirez filling in for Parkinson Spiegel here on 670 to score. Uh, the last game, Grody, Deontay Foreman, six rushes, minus six yards. Roshan Johnson had that one uh, big run at the end of the first half. Yeah, like a 17-yarder. Yeah, a 22-yarder. 22. Um, wow, you got to correct 36. me on here. What have I told you about correcting me What should me I have done there? What yeah. should, I have, should I have let the people text in and correct Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, okay. Just let it go. I got just, you. Just pass Next it. Time. I'm kidding. That's, uh, what, that's why you Khalil and I are Herbert, you and I. Khalil Herbert, six rushes for eight yards. So uh, what I'm trying to point out is each of, the, each of the running backs get five or six carries. You don't get an opportunity to, to you know, establish some sort of rhythm. But we know how good the Cleveland Browns defense was. But then you look at Justin Fields putting the ball up 40 times on Sunday, most in his career. I mean, what kind of, 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 of person are you when you're looking at the Bears in a game like that? Like, just like not even the score and what happened, just more about game plan. And, and would, would you have liked them to just lean on the run, even if it wasn't for, you know, some successive, successful runs? Or would you, do you think that there was the right thing to abandon it and just kind of, you know, try your best with Justin Fields? Yeah, I mean, it- the the run game you said the twenty two yard run but a lot of it did not appear to be effective like I I was sensing that they were going to have to throw the football however I thought there was you know, when you have the lead in the third quarter yeah you do want to try to reestablish it and you know be a little bit persistent and consistent with it and then if it doesn't work go back so. I thought that there were spots, there were moments to get the running game back in order, but I think for the most part, I was okay with them flinging it. I try to think back to like when Tyson Bajan was, you know, running the team, and and it seemed as though Getty was comfortable handing the ball off on first and second down early, and allowing Bajan to just convert third and shorts. And you know, when you look at the last couple of games, even this one, right, where 
Bears come out first play of the game, and it's like, nah, I know you. I know you got a great defense. And we're just gonna go. We're gonna throw the ball deep on you to try to throw you off. Similar to what they did against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. And for me, it's just like, in some certain instances, I would like the Bears just establish themselves as, as, as what they are. Hey, we run the ball well, and we're gonna put Justin Fields in a situation to convert. You know that that third and short. And you know, Ugh. at that first Ugh. drive, you're, you're you're third and thirteen, after a, the predictable run on second down, right? You you have an incomplete pass on first, and you're like, what are you gonna do now? Well, we know Justin Fields. You're not gonna send them back there and throw the ball three straight times. So I, it becomes predictable, I, is what I'm saying. No, absolutely. And I think that I mean that that all sounds like completely logical to to put your quarterback in a good spot on on third down, let the defense do the work and all of that. But it's it just all sounds way too familiar to me that you are making concessions for your offense to get to the defense to I guess back in the day get to the special teams but that I I've seen those Bears teams my whole life you know where you are depending on the defense and then just enough offense and you know, put your, make sure your quarter can manage the game and put them in manageable situations. And it's all very smart. And that would be how you win games right now with that quarterback. But in the bigger picture of things, I don't want to have to have us talk like this. And I understand that there's only so many elite quarterbacks or even elite offenses that exist in, in the, so we are sometimes unreasonable in our wants and expectations for quarterback in this town, but just somebody who is just good, good always, yeah. or offensively, good weapons that you don't have to worry about being conservative. So it just like it's just like this big glacier that's moving back towards and that's the thing. Like I'm so conflicted. The defense has has gotten good. It has gotten to that. It's not, I don't think it's very good yet. I don't think it's elite. But okay. It's, it's gotten good. True. The defense has gotten good. And I'm like, of course you want that. And I would never take away from that. But here we are. The glacier is moving again towards, oh, uh, here we go. With the Bears, are going to have a great defense, just enough offense to maybe make the playoffs and win a game or lose a game. You know, and now just, we can just argue about offensive coordinators at the end of a season. Yeah, exactly. that, that's familiar as well, isn't it? That is always <laughs> familiar in this town. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, who and that's the whole debate. Like I, I've been getting crushed anytime I do anything that sounds vaguely supportive of Luke Getze, mm. but there just haven't been like who are the good or the people that have been respected as offensive coordinators in in this town. Like maybe one of the Ron Turner times. You know, he was here two separate times, but I really don't know who is who is the offensive coordinator in this town that people respected. Yeah. Say who's for, the offensive coordinator that, that that had a lot of talent and was able to, you know, yeah. extrapolate what, what, what it was well, they wanted to get from them. I think the most talented offense in the recent era in terms of just straight up talented dudes had to have been when you had Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon, Brandon Marshall, Marshall, Martellus Bennett, Jay Cutler, uh Matt Forte. Matt Forte, thank you. I mean that's a pretty good offense right there. And guess what? The, 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 that was the era of Mike Martz, of Mike Tice. Mike Tice. Mike Tice. Uh, you had Tice. Who else? Who else am I missing in that era? There, how many? Because Cutler had. Oh, who was Cutler had his buddy? Who was Cutler had a guy? The QB coach that became him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but so I think he had three or four offensive coordinators right there just during that era. Were all those guys trash? I don't know. Like, because, I mean, you did have to, I mean, that is, 
Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, like for a minute. Yeah. That was something. That hey, was something. But but even then, the uh, offensive coordinator not good enough. And right. you're, you're looking at this Bears game, that's what a lot of people are saying about Getsy. Like you said it. I mean, you know, first seven possessions, you know, you get the one touchdown, but it was a one yard drive. So we don't even if you if you don't count that, everything else yeah. is a punt. And I think when we're talking about the offense, it's more just wanting a little bit more productivity from them. And you had some good insight uh, into Luke Getze, his, uh, his, his uh, Coach Eberflus talking about him. We're going to get to that after the break because uh, I want to hear uh, what you have to say. What did, what did Mark Grody pick and pluck from uh, Coach Eberflus's, uh media presence today? And, and what did he say and allude to about Luke Getze? We'll play it for you after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel here on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 to score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I love this. This is my type of party. I love this. Afternoons on the score. There's, was there a, a theme throughout why you guys couldn't connect on some of those deep balls? I mean, yeah. Like the one we talked after the game on Sunday, the one to moon. I, I just tried to guess where he was. I couldn't see him. The other one, first play of the game, I got hit. So kind of affected the throw a little bit. And... What other ones are you talking about? I mean, just see, I think you threw right. I know, but like, I'm trying to, you know, explain each one. I just uh, found two. Which, in the end zone, third down. He's in the end zone. You're talking about the third quarter. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was just good, good defense. Justin Fields right there, talking about talking to the media. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel today on 670 to score. A lot of people, Groats, you know, when I do the uh, football, Plumbers 911 football Mondays here on the score, my midnight to five shift. Which I always think, some, deep down inside, you're going to pop up one day. But you know, if you ask, I know you're up. If you ask, I may say yes, and I may say no. You know, <laughs> you're going to give me a Dave wants that. <laughs> I'm available, unless I'm not. It, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, look, look. I put my time in on the overnights. You well, know, you have a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people on the overnight shows, Groats, are. It seems as though there's a there's a resounding cry that is all in the same direction same note same key same everything and it is Lou Getze is the issue he is a person of interest for Bears fans for sure and it kind of goes back to our conversation about the offensive coordinators and by the way the Pep Hamilton that was a that was a Mm -hmm. Jay Cutler buddy uh Donald Loggins man you talk about a guy who was in over his head like you would not have heard me occasionally defending Donald Loggins (laughs) because Donald Loggins idea of you know three yards four yards run the ball third and seven I got the perfect play oh my god that just just did not (laughs) four yard tight end out (laughs) but uh yeah yeah. I I was not at the hall today Hell's Hall because I am here Chris Emma is there and he will join us at five o'clock to give us all the the locker room audio but I did go back and listen to what Matt Eberflus said today and I was kind of listening I was like okay it's typical flu stuff and questions that we got to ask and by the way Tevin just news and notes Tevin Jenkins still is in concussion protocol my best guess is that he will not play this week because at this point why rush anybody especially a head injury true so there was that little morsel we got an injury report too uh Darnell Mooney in in uh, by the way out of practice today because he was sick. I know everybody wants to talk about Darnell Mooney, so maybe we'll talk about him as well. But then all of a sudden my ears perked up because there were a line of questioning by several of my excellent colleagues out at Hallis Hall regarding Luke Getze and the Bears offense. And offensively, your working relationship with Luke, how much interjecting is there from you and how much delegating is there? 
just say, well, this is Luke's field. I'm going to defer to his expertise. Yeah, and uh, I, I uh, talked about that on Monday a little bit briefly. And, uh, you know, I'll go back to what I said there. You know, during the week, of course, you know, when we're doing first and second down, moving through third down uh, into the red zone, I'm always interjecting um, ideas and, and looking um, at the plan and, and making sure that we're on point in terms of the protections, in terms of the routes, in terms of the run game and all those areas. Um, and then during the game, same thing. The same thing during critical downs. We'll meet um, on the headset, you know, hey, it's a green light here on this fourth and one to four or fourth and one in the quad zone or wherever we might be. You know, what are the plays? Uh, he gives me the a few plays, you know, that we've already talked about on Saturday of those critical downs. And, uh, you know, I might say, hey, I like that one over this one. or And, uh, you know, you feel confident about that? Yes, I feel great about it. And then we go with it. But uh, there's constant communication uh, during the course of the week and constant communication uh, during the game. To, to, that, to that point, uh, uh, with the improvement of the defense this year, there's been a – a little bit more focus on Luke Getze and the offense, at least from the outside, as a culprit for the way things have gone this year. What's your analysis of where this offense is right now relative to the expectations at the beginning of the season? Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at that, you know, in a whole in terms of the expectations, you want to focus on what we're going to do this week, you know. And, uh, you know, we've had some improvements uh, during the course of the year on all sides of the ball. And uh, it's critical that we focus on being the best we can be this week, you know, against this opponent uh, right here, right now, and have our feet right here. But does any part of you as a head coach take a look at kind of big picture and say, hey, where sure. are we going, where yeah. are we heading? I mean, isn't that part of the job? No question. No question. And, again, we're, we're going to assess all those things at the end. And, again, we got to play these games right here, right now. So we're going to focus on being our best uh, when our best is required, and that's required today, right today. How would you assess Luke in particular, what he's done in his role as OC? Yeah. Um, you know, um, I love Luke. He's, he's, a, he's a great leader, you know, in terms of the, of the room. And, you know, and then, like I said, I'll evaluate everything at the end. Uh, we're constantly evaluating things every single day. Um, so today after practice, like normal, we'll meet. We'll talk about this play, that play. Hey, we like this one. Let's try to do it this way or let's correct, make this correction there. So it's constant communication, like I said, during the course of the week and then into the game. If I was reading into that very deeply, and I will because this is this is what we do. I'm curious to see where you headed well, with this. Well, yeah, I got a lot of directions I would head with this, especially that last part there where he's asked about his relationship, how much does he like Luke Getze, and he says, I love, I love Luke Getze. And he says he's, he's a great leader of the room, but he doesn't say he's a great play caller. That he's great for our offense, and will, but he does say we'll evaluate him at the end of the season. I don't know. You're looking at me. At, am I reading too deeply? No, 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 not it? at all. I, here's why. Here's why. Really okay. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Here's why. Because that's what we get from usually from Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus when we have asked for an evaluation on Justin Fields. That's what They'll I was going to say. They'll never say. Well, man, that arm strength, his ability to just drop it in there. Great passer. Not, never. It's always, it's always, it's always great leader. Great leader. Shows up on time. Shows up on time. First guy here, last yeah. guy. Our yeah. players love him. He's the locker room is his. He hangs out with the guys. He's just one of the boys. All that kind of stuff. So I feel like when you resort to, he's a great leader. That that is something. So I don't know. I mean, he, he said he loved him. But I didn't feel like that was the only out of all of this year, Gabe. Yeah. The only full yeah. throw. Yeah. 
The only full three. It's so funny how he starts everything that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. The the only full throated endorsement we have heard hey. for. Oh yeah. No, continue, please. <laughs> Whoa. Where where are you going with that? I don't know. I just. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm concerned for Lou Getzey and what your opinion is going to be. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. What's up, yours? <laughs> So please continue with your your full throat in. Yeah, the full throat in. I didn't mean to derail you with I don't know where your brain goes, man. I mean, I'm just talking over here. You're like, so you need to get yourself together over there, mister. The only real, how about that? Will that help you? The only real endorsement, Gabe, that I've heard was, and we played this yesterday, was the endorsement that Ryan Poles gave to Matt Eberflus. Now, this was earlier in the year. This was when the bleep was hitting the fan with Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Chase with Allen Williams. Oh, Williams. Excuse was, me. Yeah. And Ryan Poles felt compelled to speak. And then we felt, hey, while you're here, you know, let's ask you about Matt Eberflus. Let's ask you about Justin <laughs> yeah. Fields. And I think I'd have to go back and check. But he, but he gave the full endorsement to Flus. I, I think that that was the day, too, that he was asked about Fields. And he was like, oh, man, you guys are asking me to, like, give, like, because we asked him how he improved or is he getting better. And it's always, like, I know Ryan Poles likes uh, Justin Fields as a person and all that stuff, but there just hasn't been that big-time endorsement of of him. Um, and I didn't really hear a huge endorsement from Matty Eberflus for Luke Getzey right there. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is a lot of times we as fans and people that cover the team, the assumption is that the opinion of, upper management is just or could potentially be just so different from what it is that we think in real time. But they're all watching the games that we're watching. They're seeing what we're seeing. They're seeing the plays being called just like we are. They don't watch it through some special lens that allows them to, you know, view it or or, or assess it differently. They see it. And when you're looking at upper management, guys that are not on the field making the play calls and they're every, you know, day in and day out, they can look back and say, okay, our team can improve here. And I think the good thing about the National Football League, and especially the predicament that Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren are in, is that, that they understand that you can improve anywhere at any time, and they are the ones that are not fearful of that. So when you're looking at a Luke Getze, it is, hey, I know Iberflus, you think he's a great leader of men. Awesome. You think he, you know, he, you hired him, you have him here, you guys got a relationship, that's great. But I make the I make the decisions. I was talking about this with Hub Arkus yesterday, and it was, hey, you know, it was who's the loudest. And the the question was somebody a caller called in and said, in the event of a new co- a new coach, you know, who will be the loudest in the room in regards to Justin Fields and the quarterback position moving forward? We answered that question, and then I kind of spun it and I said, well, let's let's assume Justin Fields stays, or or, we'd, or excuse me, that there's not a new coach and it is Eberflus. Who will be the loudest person in the room then regarding Justin Fields and the future of the Chicago Bears that quarterback position? And it was undoubtedly, Hub was alluding to it, that it was undoubtedly Ryan Poles. If it's not, then he has the wrong job, right? If you're the general manager of the Bears and you are deciding the future of this. So I say that to say he's watching all of these games and trying to figure out his his job is to make the Bears better. And you can like Getze, you can like Justin Fields, but the question for Ryan Poles is can – can the Bears be better at those two positions, at the offensive coordinator position, at the at the quarterback position? And that's what we don't know. And what is he projecting for, for these guys, for anybody? Because you could look at Justin Fields, and to your point, we know what we've been seeing. Everybody has been seeing the same thing, and that is an inconsistent 
I'd say average quarterback. Yeah. If you added it 13 all, to 17. I've been saying it yes. consistently. If you really added it all up. But the, the really complicated part, and this is what these guys get paid to do, Brian Poles, the scout, and his scouting team, and Ian Cunningham, his, the assistant GM, the, the job is to project are, are the – because Justin Fields has improved this year. Agreed. But there hasn't been the jump in improvement, like little improvement everywhere, using, you know, identifying the open man, finding the hot read. The expected uh, improvement. You, you, yeah, yes. It, using his feet to, to get guys open instead of just take – he even said it last week. I asked him a question about it, and he said uh, he said there were some times where I just took off for no reason. He actually said okay, that, that he just one. took off for no reason. So there is obvious improvement, but is Ryan Poles and his scouting staff, can they project that he'll make the jump? Like, is this – because we're seeing the improvement. Is there now a jump? And that that is on the GM and his team. Well, the good thing is we get to talk to our next guest about that supposed jump. Um, how big can it be? How much is left for Justin Fields to grow? That we will ask our next guest, Patrick Manley, former Chicago Bear, will hang out with us and discuss that. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody filling in for Parkins and Spiegel here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.